0: With my mouth.
1: A few <laughs> days later, God, you're so horny. Just everything is horny. Yes, I am. Good I fucking am. Christ. <laughs> I am. I'm
0: sorry. There's.
2: <laughs> Good Lord. Listen, He's man. Look at, por- <laughs> at porn while we do record this podcast. There are
0: so many blowjobs in this one. I feel like you picked this out just for it, me. It's
2: two. Two blowjobs <laughs> happened. You turned
0: them
1: somehow into many blowjobs.
0: We're like twenty-five minutes in, and we're still not past the blowjobs. No,
1: we're done with the blowjobs. It was was an incidental part of the story.
0: Oh, oops! Well, I'm my mistake. I'm still trying to figure out. (laughs) Like, was it a bench seat in the front? Were they like next to each other? Jesus
1: Christ! I mean,
0: these
2: (laughs) not important, Chris. These was it a double blowjob situation where they? That's what I'm talking uh, about. Is this
0: like a double barrel? You know, I mean, they like snaked around one another. Was it like? Was it like the old pharmacist <laughs> I just, sign? I just don't.
2: I just don't know, Siege. Did they have lipstick I, on? I, Did it make I, it I look like a barber's
1: pole? Oh, good lord. <laughs> I mean, you're
0: the, you're the research guy. Yeah, I'm
1: just asking yeah. the question. The, the whole point is this man's a racist piece of shit, who's also secretly gay for black people. That's the main thing. <laughs>
2: He's like, I'm representative of the audience. I want to know Listen, yeah. I, I don't know this about is that. All
1: I'm here
0: how
2: <laughs> many dicks were there. <laughs>
0: I am a man of the holes.
2: People. That's it. That's all I'm asking.
3: I did, anybody,
0: did anybody have two dicks? We don't know these things oh, unless
2: man. we ask. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Completely derailed by a horny co-host. It's just derailed,
1: crashed, blew up, <laughs> The train, plane
0: here, crashed. I'll just turn on my off my camera. I'll take care of this, and we'll be just right back.
3: You're listening to the Florida Man Murders a true crime comedy podcast about murder, madness, mayhem, and other shady shit that goes down in the Sunshine State. Each week, your hosts, Chris, Roger, and Siege, take you on a dark, twisted journey through the bowels of the most wretched fiends and nefarious events throughout the history of Florida, and then make inane, quote-unquote, funny observations about it all like the half-soused nitwits that they are. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the crazy, if you dare.
2: So what disgusting fucking shit face we got this week? This week uh my
0: My dad well a
2: little bit more obscure (laughs) my great 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 grandmother
1: (laughs) uh this week i'll just come out and tell you the story of uh mark james assay he is the first white man to be executed for killing a black man in florida history If he was the first one actually executed,
0: that would mean he would have had to have been found guilty. So that probably happened like, what, a week
2: ago? (laughs) Florida man murders uh, (laughs) Howard Finkelstein here. What part (laughs) of this is uh, the breakdown?
1: (laughs) Dateline Jacksonville, 1987. Mark James Assay was born in Jacksonville on March 12, 1964. Not much is known about his upbringing other than he began to show signs of being a racist at an early age. So by racist, I mean Marcus A. was full-on neo-Nazi. At age 20, Mark got a white supremacist tattoos on both arms. Near his left elbow, he had a swastika and the words white power. His other arm were the letters SWP, which stands for Supreme White Power. And white power on one arm, supreme white power on the other arm. (laughs) Why not both? (laughs) Uh, Now, according to one report, Mark liked frequenting the downtown Jacksonville area for prostitutes. Specifically, he liked hitting up a spot where trans prostitutes and cross-dressers would wait for their johns. Mark preferred black trans prostitutes and cross-dressers. Interesting, given his uh, being a fucking racist shit. So on the night of July 17th, 1987, Mark, his brother Robbie, and their friend Bubba McQuinn. Bubba. Oh, yeah, Bubba. <laughs> That's a fucking name right there. Uh, they went bar hopping around Duval. 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 So, yeah, and then his brother, Robbie, and his and their buddy, Bubba, they went- Bubba, it's me Bubba, man. Let's, let's go do some shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> they each got into two separate pickups, because, of course, they drive pickups. Yeah. Pickups, and, you don't say. Yeah. And the three men uh, first met up at a local dive bar where they drank beer and shot some pool. They left that bar at around midnight and went to a second bar where they stayed- Until closing at 2 a.m. Although Mark drank a lot of beers, both Bubba and Robbie would go on to say that he did not appear drunk or otherwise impaired in any way. The men left that second bar and hit up another dive that was still open. And there, Robbie spotted a girl at the end of the bar and started to hit on her. We all know
2: that one. (laughs) I've been to Fat Cats in (laughs) Kembletown & Country (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little mean. Uh, yeah. The word that comes to mind is uh, Scraggly. <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: Scraggly is a good word. Uh, but he doesn't sound like a super winner either, so. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I wouldn't think so. It's, it's all he <laughs> out there.
1: The bartender announced that it was closing time. And as they walked to their pickup trucks, Robbie told Mark and Bubba that he was going to go And try to hook up with the woman that he met. So Mark and Bubba hopped into uh, Mark's pickup. And they waited to see if Robbie got lucky. So they're just hanging out waiting. Staring ominously across the parking lot. Uh, But after about ten minutes, Mark and Bubba walked over to Robbie's truck. Only to discover that Robbie had struck out with the woman. Nazis have no game, you don't say.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how did they know that from walking over to the truck? Was Robbie just sitting in there? Yeah, he's just sitting there, like sad, <laughs> pretending. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no, I was. Oh, she was here. I was. She was here. Her. Oh, she gave him super good blue <laughs> job, and she left. Oh my god, where'd she go? Uh, you guys,
1: she didn't do it for <laughs> me <laughs> after ten minutes. you we'll Figure that out.
2: Could have just come over and told us, like, "Hey, man, didn't work out." <laughs> Like, yeah, exactly. you, guys, you guys want to go to Jack in the Box?
1: That's fucked up. Don't make us come to you. If you fuck it up, if you struck just, out. Yeah,
0: just let me know. It it's is fine.
1: fine.
0: I don't know, man. When I'm about 20 and I have, like, Nazi tattoos over me, I have a little bit more confidence <laughs> in, like, the things that I'm doing.
1: Yeah, so they, he's, like, didn't work out, fellas. So at this, uh, <laughs> Bubba suggested to, the, to his buddies uh, that they hit up downtown to find themselves some prostitutes. He offered to pay for oral sex for all of them. No jobs on
0: me, boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only catches got to be a black dude dressed as a woman. So, <laughs> well, pretty, the boys much, are into that.
1: pretty much. So, yeah, so Robbie went ahead and left in his truck, and then Mark and Bubba followed in Mark's truck, and they headed for their usual spot. As they drove up, Mark and Bubba noticed that Robbie had pulled over. Robbie had pulled up to the sidewalk and was talking to a black man named. Robert Lee Booker. It's unclear what Booker was doing there, if he was a pimp or a prostitute himself, or maybe a John, or if he was just hanging out in the corner of the street. What we do know is that Robbie had pulled up next to Booker and told him that he and his buddies were looking for prostitutes. When Mark spotted Booker leaning into Robbie's passenger side window as the two men spoke, he told Bubba to pull up next to Robbie's truck. Bubba drove up and abruptly stopped next to Robbie's truck. Mark leapt out of the pickup and walked up to Booker. Mark then told Robbie, quote, "You know you ain't got to take no shit from these
2: fucking n words." I feel like Mark was Mark was on the podcast right now. Sounds so much like Mark would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I missed Chris doing voices so much. <laughs>
1: i
2: kind of sound like (laughs) ross perot it's
1: all they all sound like in my head (laughs) (laughs) it's It's probably what
0: they all sound like in real life
1: um yeah so robbie was like yo this is a little aggressive uh he told him to chill and he said that everything was cool calm down jesus christ (laughs) But an agitated and angry Mark turned to Booker and began to point his finger in his face and verbally attacked him, calling him all kinds of racial slurs. Booker looked at Mark and he's like, quote, Don't put your finger in my face. Uh, reasonable. Reasonable thing to say to someone who's jabbing their yeah, finger in your totally face. totally polite. Yeah. Uh, Mark responded by saying, quote, Fuck you, N-word. And then he pulled a small pistol from his back pocket. And without hesitation, Mark fired the weapon. He shot Booker once in the abdomen. Uh, Booker clutched his side, turned. Oh, man. Yeah, he he grabbed his side. It was bleeding. He turned and just ran away. That escalated quickly. Yeah. And Booker managed to make it a few blocks before having to lay down uh, next to a house. Once there, Booker passed out. And then he never woke up again. He was 34 years old. According to the medical examiner, the bullet from Mark's gun had perforated Booker's intestines and an artery, causing internal hemorrhaging. So, after Mark had shot Booker, Robbie screeched away and sped off in his truck. He, like, freaked out, fucking took off. Uh, And then Mark jumped into the back of his truck and told Bubba to take off, and he did. When Mark got into the cab of the truck, Bubba asked him why he shot Booker. And Mark responded, quote, because you got to show an N-word who is boss. And then Bubba asked him if he thought maybe he had killed Booker. And Mark replied, quote, no, I just scared the shit out of him.
0: Shooting him in the stomach with a gun. That'll oh, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. It's not like you fired it into the air.
0: <laughs> Get out of here, Papa.
2: That'll scare him good. <laughs> His stomach will be fine by tomorrow morning He's scared good and proper (laughs) Um,
1: After the shooting the three men met up again To try and find themselves some prostitutes
2: as planned Holy fuck guys Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's the fucking night How How horny
1: are you? How horny are you? Let's just call it a night, fellas. Yeah, just
2: fucking jerk off into your underwear. Whatever you got to do, you you got bigger things to worry about tomorrow.
1: Oh, God. (laughs)
0: Listen, I know I am not the pinnacle of stability, (laughs) (laughs) but my raging boner is still not going after shooting somebody.
1: I'm sorry. I don't know about you fellas, but I'm still real horny. (laughs) Let's just stick to the plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, they were like, they got together again and they started driving around the area. What time is Uh, it? It's
0: 7.30 a.m. This has got to
2: (laughs) be (laughs) like, night's not over. Still rocking and rolling. Let's go, boys.
1: (laughs) They drove around the area for a while, and then Bubba finally spotted a prostitute uh, that all three of the men all knew. They they had done business with her before. It was a prostitute who went by the name of Renee. Since this is 1982, we don't know if Renee identified as a trans, or was simply just a cross-dresser, but what we do know is that Renee's actual name was Robert McDowell. Mark and his good old boy buddies Had been uh, repeat customers with Robert McDowell, particularly Mark. All at the same time or in a row?
2: (laughs) Siege. Siege. How can we possibly know that answer? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't know Making maybe listen chris
0: does the research i'm just asking so we're all questions. three dicks
2: in one mouth <laughs> usually or was two in a mouth and then the, one, the other one in the ass like what, what are we talking about here exactly i mean listen this yeah. could all like happen like rotation <laughs>
0: like in volleyball rotary
2: phones were still around back then like so maybe
0: <laughs> sorry <laughs> No, keep going. It's good. Um,
1: <laughs> Robert McDowell was also of mixed race. He was white and Hispanic, but was often confused with being African-American uh, by those who didn't know. Him. From the, uh, so from the driver's side of the truck, Bubba flagged Renee down and negotiated a deal for oral sex for him and Mark. Kind of like a, a BOGO.
0: <laughs> hey how much for the two of us
1: uh, once they agreed on a price Bubba pulled the truck into a nearby alley and Renee followed the truck on foot I'm not sure where Robbie is in the story, the brother no, <laughs> <laughs> well he has got he's in his own truck so that anyway that. yeah so Bubba and Mark uh, asked Renee to climb into the truck to perform uh, the services um, Renee serviced the men and by service, I mean blew them. <laughs> Again.
0: At the same time or in a row.
1: Um, she, uh, Renee serviced them one at a time inside the truck. And Mark. <laughs> thank, thank you, Chris. Mark stepped out of the truck to let Bubba take his turn. Um, <laughs>
0: Who <laughs> is
2: this <what>? for, that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, is this is
2: for Siege now that you're
1: t- and he unzipped his I pants real
2: slow. Unzip
0: my hoodie.
2: <laughs> go, go on, Chris. Listeners, you may turn off now. My bare oh, chest man. is for all of you. To see. Oh my god, it really, he really is. This <laughs> is derailed. Um, anyway, Siege is naked god. now,
1: <laughs> and uh. Quite the sight. So much editing to do on this episode. <laughs> uh, so anyway, when Renee went to service Bubba, Mark walked around to the passenger side of the truck and grabbed Renee's arm. Mark yanked Renee out of the truck and began to fire his gun. He just started shooting at Renee indiscriminately. And he fired like he unloaded a clip, basically.
2: What the yeah.
1: fuck? That's exactly what Bubba said. Bubba said, what the fuck, Mark? (laughs) (laughs) And I quote. Um, So, Renee slash Robert McDowell was shot six times while backing up and attempting to get away from Mark.
2: Okay, Mark is a complete lunatic. He's a
1: fucking piece of shit lunatic. Um, Yeah. Even like his. This dude gets hard off of firing guns. Well, even his Nazi buddies are like, yo, this guy's too much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate black people. Oh, come on now. Dial it down, please.
2: Listen, I, I got Himmler, Himmler on one shoulder and Gehring on another one, but you're, you're out of control, buddy. Okay.
1: <laughs> Mark jumped back into his truck and told Bubba to drive. So Bubba did, he just screeched off, and they, they left Robert McDowell dying in the alley. And they, as they sped down the road, Bubba, Bubba demanded to know why Mark shot Rene. Mark replied, quote, the bitch beat me out of $10 on a blow job." <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I think what, what he's saying is he felt cheated. Yeah. I didn't nut.
0: It. It's a $10 blowjob, dude. Relax.
1: And he didn't even pay for Bubba. It was oh Bubba's money.
2: Bubba, <laughs> Bubba, the voice of reason. Who, who figured that at the start of this? fucking Bubba McQueen at a University of Indiana, drafted in
0: the 17th round.
1: Renee slash Robert McDowell's body was found in the alley not long after the shots were heard. According to the medical examiner, uh, any of the three wounds to Renee's chest cavity would have been fatal. So six shots, four of them or three of them hit him in the chest, and that's what killed him. Um, Mark and Bubba drove to a friend's house from there, A man named Charlie Moore. And Charlie was like, let's get some hookers. Uh, Charlie was there with his cousin, Danny. A flustered bubba told Charlie uh, what Mark had done. How he had shot a black man and then shot a prostitute. And that the prostitute was a man dressed as a woman. So Charlie's like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Uh, He asked Mark, you know... Why'd you shoot the prostitute? Didn't ask him why he shot the black guy. Well,
0: I understand that. It's Duval County. It's our duty. (laughs) (laughs) That's a
1: given. Yeah. Uh, With Danny standing there, the cousin Danny, Mark tweaked his story a little bit and said that he had shot McDowell because McDowell had cheated him out of $10 on a drug deal. Uh, He didn't rub PCP on my penis. That's better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess yeah, he didn't. You know, he uh, he didn't want to say that he was getting a blowjob from a So he's like, oh, right. "I shot the guy, yeah. and stole money from me on a drug deal."
2: But wait, wasn't Bubba like in the midst? Yeah, of, yeah. some too.
1: Yeah, but I think Mark was like, ah, "Those guys are into that, not me." <laughs> um. What did he have,
0: Mark? Mark. All of a sudden, had like some form of like post nut clarity, and was just like, "Oh my god, what? I can't have any witnesses."
2: <laughs> yeah. It was ten dollars, man.
0: I wonder if he went second, if he would have ever been
2: killed. Sorry, Probably. that's just <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those what if questions. We'll never know.
1: So uh, Mark told <laughs> Charlie and Danny that uh, he wanted he had warned McDowell in an earlier exchange. Quote. Said if I ever got you that I would get even. Mark continued to elaborate his story telling Charlie and Danny that, quote, We was out looking for whores, and I happened to come across McDowell. (laughs) Just (laughs) bullshit. Um, Just keep giving more details.
0: That'll make it sound even more truthful.
1: (laughs) Mark went on to tell Charlie that his plan was to have Bubba get McDowell into the truck so they could... Drive somewhere and kill her. Uh, so again, he doesn't care that he knows he's killing people. He just cares that he's doesn't, you know, he doesn't want them knowing he's secretly gay for black right. penis. My penis was never
0: in her mouth.
1: Quote. But Bubba didn't have McDowell in the truck, so we could go beat him up. So I grabbed him by the arm and stuck the gun in his chest and shot him four times. And when he hit the ground, I finished him off. So, a few days later, uh, Charlie and Danny were at home watching the news. During the telecast, McDowell's murder was featured on a Crime Watch segment. Remember those? Remember Crime Watch? I... God, yeah. It would show something like a reenactment thing at the end of the news. And do you have information that oh, could lead wow. to the capture of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: What was that guy's name? Robert? That was another Robert. <laughs> uh, what the hell was his name? He had that weird, really weird brown curly hair. He always wore a trench coat when he was. Robert, are you thinking
1: Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah, you think it's Stack? Am I thinking of that? Yeah, Yeah, I'm Uh, thinking of uh, Robert Stack. Whatever. We lost half our audience. (laughs) (laughs) Leading to the arrest of. Um, (laughs) Charlie and Danny remembered McDowell's name and decided to call in the tip on the tip line and tell authorities they knew who the killer was because there was a reward for crime watch
2: segments. Usually the only reason they probably would have done that.
1: Oh yeah. Um, So Marcus say was arrested at his home the next day and charged by indictment with two counts of first degree murder. When he gave his statement to police, Mark described his two victims as two black men even though only one of the victims was black, Robert Booker. As we established, McDowell was uh, white and Hispanic. While in jail awaiting trial, Mark began to boast about the killings. He would openly brag to the black inmates in the recreational area that he was, quote, awaiting trial for a couple of murders at two
2: N-words. What an idiot this guy is. If he's guilty of... If he wasn't guilty of everything else... He's guilty of being a stupidest (laughs) motherfucker we've maybe had on the podcast
1: so far. Mark also showed his cellmate, who was white, some newspaper articles about the killings and told him, quote, I shot them at words. He was just bragging about it. Mark's trial was a quick one. The prosecution had several witnesses come through. They had Charlie and Danny testify, as well as Bubba and Mark's brother, Robbie. There he is. He's back. <laughs> they also called Mark's cellmate to the stand. Uh, the jury did not take long, and they found Mark guilty of both murders and recommended he receive the death penalty. The trial court imposed a sentence of death for when each conviction. When was the
2: actual trial?
1: It was a year later. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, like, well, late 87 into 88. Okay. Um, but then on November 18th, 1988, Mark Assay was sentenced to death for the murders for the murders of uh, Robert Booker and Robert Dowell, receiving a separate death sentence for each murder. Nice. Just before Mark's execution, was this old Sparky, or what? What they do? Uh, it's that, the it's uh, no, it's lethal, lethal injection. injection? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Really, even all the way back then in Florida.
2: I know. Kind of surprising. Yeah. Was, I feel like late 80s. Old Sparky was uh, tuned up. Well,
1: he, yeah, he, he was in death row for a while, though. Like, he was sentenced in 88, but he didn't die for, for a while. Oh, uh, they a didn't a straight lot, lot up be like, sentence you to normal. death
0: by electrocution or whatever.
1: Yeah. They might have said that, and then over the appeals, it, it changed. Because, I'm, yeah, between this and then the time he died, there was like a couple of guys who Got fucked up on on the electric chair like one of the one of them had their heads like. Spark oh, that's and right. Shit. Yeah,
0: the dude who basically got French fried.
1: Yeah, so they're like, mm, we shouldn't be doing this. to humans <laughs> uh, <and then> they, <laughs> is this is this cruel
2: and <laughs> and unusual <laughs> punishment? <laughs> Quite unusual.
1: Sparks <laughs> should not be flying from his eye sockets like that. That's unusual. Should his
2: eyeballs explode
1: out of his. <laughs> Skull? Should they pop like popcorn in a microwave? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll do one
2: more. We'll see.
1: <laughs> so just before Mark's execution, uh, Robert's, Robert Booker's older brother, Frank, who was 69 at the time, was asked by a reporter how he felt about Mark being put to death uh, by the state. He said, quote, I feel a lot of pressure and anxiety will be off me. And I'll be able to continue in life, I think, a lot more peacefully because this was something that touched a lot of us in the family really, really deep. I know he feels sorry now, but he should have thought about that back in 87 when he did what he did. He did it. All the evidence pointed that way. When asked by a reporter about the murders, Mark admitted to killing Robert McDowell, but refused to admit he had killed Robert Booker. This guy can't help himself. Quote, well he, now he's denying that he killed a black dude he's just saying I killed a hooker yeah. with a camera in his face um, and his, his explanation is something else he said quote the truth is I committed murder of Robert McDowell but not a booker it is just a coincidence that I had an altercation with a black male on 6th street he ran off and then the next day they found Mr. Mr. Booker dead so, circumstantially, it is plausible that I am responsible for Mr. Booker. <laughs> but the only connection between me and Mr. Booker is ballistics.
0: <laughs> I,
2: I scared him into the bullets. I love how he's implicating himself without it. Like, yeah. I mean, this has nothing to do with me, but <laughs> if you were yeah. a thinking man, you might think I had something to do with it.
1: Yeah, the final line is the only different. The connection is between the only connection between me and Mister Booker is ballistics. Isn't ballistics
3: evidence?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, literal from his yeah, gun. Yeah, like they can trace the fucking bullet to your gun. So that that's how that ballistics work.
1: But other than that, uh, how do they know I did it? I don't know
0: how those bullets got in his stomach, but what I'm telling you is I did not. Put
2: them there. <laughs> Did he ingest them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking idiot! <clears throat> this guy's stupid as shit. This guy sucks, man. He's so
1: dumb. Um, even when talking about McDowell's murder, Mark would only give vague details and never admitted to the truth that he had had sex several times with a trans woman and or cross-dresser before deciding to kill them one night in a fit of rage from his cell. He stammered when a Jacksonville news reporter asked him about it. Quote, that just happened as a, I, uh, I was having a meltdown. Apparently that's all. Uh, I, that's all I can say. We were uh, sociable and we did take sociable. money. Sociable. And he did take money from me sometimes.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: $10. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it now. It's like, hey, you want to get sociable? We were sociable, and he did take money from me one time.
2: <laughs> it's it, your sentence to life. Like, just just give it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to lie anymore, dude. Yeah, it's over. On August
1: twenty-four, two thousand seventeen, Mark James Assay was executed at Florida State Prison via lethal injection. He was fifty-three years old. His last meal consisted of fried pork chops, fried ham, French fries, vanilla ice cream, and a soda. Fried, fried,
2: and fried, <laughs> soda. fried. I mean, all of that sounds pretty good except for the vanilla ice cream. That's that's weak sauce.
1: <laughs> it's it's very white for it's very white for a guy. To be like the last thing I eat is vanilla ice cream.
2: Get some, get some variety. Chocolate's
1: too spicy.
2: <laughs> at least get fucking chocolate. <laughs> you deserve to die for that alone. I, I don't want no chocolate in my mouth. I told you. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't go that way. I
2: don't go that way at all. I told you I'm not gay. God damn it. How many times <laughs> do I have to show you? Give me that vanilla. Just, yeah. I'm just offering you ice cream, man. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> It's, um, dude, we get it. You're not gay. Have some fucking <laughs> chocolate ice cream.
1: <laughs> but it's you psycho. are, but it's fine. Um, so, yeah, in, in 1827, Florida executed its first ever prisoner uh, when a man named Benjamin Danica was hanged for his crimes. In 1923, the death penalty became official, Florida law. According to the Death Penalty Information Center, over 20 black men have been put to death on death row for killing white people since 1976. but No white person had ever been executed for killing a black person in Florida until Marcus a. in 2017. Just a couple of years ago. That's crazy, man. Uh, I'm going to read you some completely unrelated stuff here. On Saturday, (laughs) July 23rd, 2022, a group of white supremacists gathered outside the Tampa Convention Center, which was playing host to the conservative Turning Point USA Student Action Summit. Uh, Photos taken of the group showed them waving posters with swastikas and Nazi flags on them, along with a Florida state flag and a poster showing Governor Ron DeSantis' face. Many Republican speakers at the event, including Rick fucking Scott, openly condemned the Nazis during his, uh, their speeches. Ron DeSantis, who was a keynote speaker at Turning Point USA, did not condemn them. In January of this year, a group of Nazis held a demonstration on a highway overpass in Orlando. Florida political leaders, including many Republicans, publicly condemned the gathering at the time. Ron DeSantis did not. When called to condemn the Nazis, DeSantis said his critics were trying to, quote, use this as some type of political issue and adding, quote, we're not playing their game. Okay. On February, uh, February 7th, 2023, just a few weeks ago, DeSantis filed a complaint against the Orlando Philharmonic Plaza Foundation, alleging the nonprofit group held a, quote, sexually explicit drag show in December in the presence of minors. The show turned out to be an all ages family friendly Christmas show uh, that the foundation has been holding for the last eight years featuring drag queens being, you know, silly and fun in the show. The complaint was at least the second that DeSantis administration has filed against a venue for hosting a drag performance. Last July, his administration filed a similar complaint against Miami restaurant, R House, citing a 1947 state uh, Supreme Court case that found, quote, men impersonating women in the context of suggestive and indecent performances constitute a public nuisance. Anyway, those are just items. I have nothing to do with any of this. I just wanted to read that out.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, these fucking battles go on, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The fact is that white supremacy is unfortunately deeply embedded in this state i mean what what's crazy is you're reading off all these things about orlando it's like shit i'll drive i'll drive from miami to west palm beach to like for Mm. shows that i do and i'll see overpasses on 95 and they're still up there demonstrating waving flags and stuff like that they'll have like uh trump Desantis 2024 flags right there next to like third reich insignias and stuff like that like it's unbelievable it's and it's ridiculous because as often as i make that drive they're there every single time it's not like you know it's just a one-off thing they're there every single time and i've been making that drive for hell since the Mm. pandemic began so it's like you it's not changing nobody's doing anything about it and if anything like i've i've seen it on the news maybe twice and it's just cameras pointed at it and that's it they get their shot and they go yeah, away yeah
1: and the fact that you know he won't condemn it cuz these i mean from the beginning when he was running against uh, gillum gillum right gillum, uh, gillum yeah. even then he had rallies where where he would talk about gillum and he had people in the crowd yelling about bringing out the hanging tree and he didn't uh-huh. he ignored it or didn't say anything the fact that he's like everyone's poster child now for the right, and he's likely going to be the candidate, uh, the rise of Nazism, fascism, and the whole bullshit about drag queens. And here you have a man who, you know, we know many white men have killed many black people in the state, and only in 2017 was the first guy executed, and that guy happened to be a full-on Nazi, just like these fuckers in Orlando, but also a guy who was secretly, you know, gay for black or brown people.
0: There was always white supremacy in Florida, and I hate to say it, but there's always gonna be white supremacy yeah. pretty much somewhere. But at least there was a point where we would scare them back into shutting the fuck up and in their corner of their houses and in basements and on fucking 4chan and Truth Mobile or whatever the fuck the Trump Twitter is and and it's just like it it's like, what, what, what was that? What was the thing? Uh, the God, it was one of the hats. It was uh, the Make uh, Make America Great Again. It was uh, Make Nazis Scared Again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, social media kind of like allowed them to flourish within their pockets of stupidity and ignorance. Yeah, you know, they can find like-minded fucking psychos, and they create some like minor coalition that somehow has a slightly larger. You know, unsilent minority aspect to it.
1: Yeah, now real legislation is being passed in their favor, you know, to appease them. For sure. Because
0: yeah. you have
2: to
1: appease them. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What sucks is because they're even though they're a minority, they're so fucking vocal so, and so yeah. just like loud
1: and Traumatic constant. And fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I didn't know who this guy was. I was Doing research for actually another <clears throat> future episode, another murderer. And and through reading that, I, I saw a list of just different inmates who had been executed. And then this guy's name popped up as the first white man to be executed for killing a black guy. And like, like you guys at the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, this must have happened back in 1604. And it was like, nope, it was like fucking five <laughs> years ago. Like, yeah. Holy shit! And yeah. the killing itself was like in the eighties. So it wasn't that long ago at like all. When, um, yeah, when you actually said that it yeah. was twenty seventeen,
0: it it I like it <laughs> connected with the beginning of the episode for me, and I was just like, "Are you fucking serious?" That it only happened literally five years ago. Yeah,
1: and you can imagine the number of appeals and and this thing getting pushed over pushed back. When this dude was openly talking about it constantly. Uh, yeah. You know, taunting black inmates about it, talking to a cellmate about it. That just, he wouldn't shut the fuck up about I, it. And I yet, thought he was going to end up shanked. Yeah. So, yeah, that is the story of uh,
2: Mark James' say. What are the sources? What's, don't forget your sources. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm your source, <laughs> Hall Monitor. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Uh, the sources for this story. Mark James essay v. State of Florida 2016 by Timothy J. Corrigan. It's a court filing that I was able to find and got most of the info from. I also got it from uh, the Florida Times Union article, Florida Man Scheduled to Die for Racially Motivated Murders by Eileen Kelly. The Independent.com article, Neo-Nazi Set to be First White Man Executed for Killing a Black Man in Florida by Maya Oppenheim. Jacksonville.com article in a first Florida executes a white defendant for killing a black victim by Andrew Pantazzi. Also various television reports from local station news for Jax. And, uh, the DeSantis stuff was taken from people.com, CNN and NBC news respectively. Uh, so those are the sources. Thank you for asking. Fuck Ron DeSantis. And fuck Ron DeSantis forever.
2: Fuck Nazis. Fuck Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Welcome back to Old Football Drafts.
0: (laughs) This week we move on to 1963.
2: (laughs) Ooh, that's a good ooh, yeah. Good year. Uh, I, strap in, guys.
1: <laughs> Hank Stram with the first pick. We're going through all 24 rounds of the San Diego Superchargers. <laughs> George <laughs> Hollis with the fifth pick.
2: Oh <laughs> chooses
1: man. Shushine Johnson. Ohio State. Safety.
0: <laughs> Slappy McPenis out of Nota today <laughs>
3: Florida Man Murders is a five-reason sports production. Researched, written, and produced by Chris Joseph. Music by Roger Rimada. All source material can be found by visiting floridamanmurders.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, kids, only assholes murder. So, don't be an asshole.